Hilchos, he said, Yatera, Perik Tes. Dover bar mufresh potato is a matter clear and explicit in the Torah. She mitzvah imedes lo'elam or lo'elamim, that is, the commandments of the Torah are eternal. Ain lo le'ishinei, and there's no change in it. Le'girdoyin, no subtraction, v'yitisefes, no addition. V'net shenemar, as the Pesach says, Eiz kal davar asharnichim mitzavah eschem, the entire matter which I command you, you shall be careful to guard it, to do it. You shall not add to it. You shall not subtract from it. Another Pasuk says, The real matters of the Torah are to us and our descendants for all, forever, for eternity. It's called to perform the entire matter of the Torah. You. All the things in the Torah, we are commanded to do them all for all eternity. It says in another Pasuk, the eternal law for their generations. Another Pasuk says, He is not in heaven. That teaches you, Novi is not allowed to say he was informed from heaven to add something new or to subtract from the Torah or to make a change. The Fichachim, therefore, if a man arises, whether Jew or Gentile, he does a wonder or a miracle. Very many says, that Hashem sent him to add a mitzvah to the Torah for eternity. Or to subtract a mitzvah for eternity. Or to explain a new interpretation of a certain mitzvah, which we did not hear from Meshach Rabbeinu. For example, he says, when the Torah says not to work on Shabbos, it does not refer to the 39 Malachas, it refers to another criteria. Or he says, that those commandments we were commanded by Harsinai, are not for all eternal generations. It was only a temporary commandment. The Alman here is referencing obviously Christianity and Islam who say that Taina. He's a false prophet. Because he is coming to contradict the prophecy of Moshe. He is executed by strangulation. Because he willfully spoke falsely in Hashem's name. Something which he was not commanded by Hashem. Because Hashem blessed be his name. That the mitzvah of the Torah, the commandments of the Torah are for us and our descendants for all eternity. And this person claims otherwise. The Ramam refers to the Pasuk uh, to use this terminology that Hashem is not a man who would speak falsely or change his mind. Halacha Beis. Imkain, if that is the case. Lama Nehem Bater, why does the Torah tell us? Novi Akim Lahem, I will appoint a Novi among them. For them. Mikarev Achem, amongst their brethren. Kamaych like you, like Moshe Rabbeinu. If a Novi is not coming to continue Moshe Rabbeinu's job of instruction of mitzvahs, what is the purpose of a prophet? He's not coming to make a new religion, rather to command us, to urge us on the already existent words of Torah. And to caution the people, they should not transgress the Torah. As the final Navi, as the last Navi said, last Navi refers to Malachi. It does not mean the last Navi in history. There can and there were Navi after him. It means the last Navi that's recorded in Tanakh. He said, Avdi, remember the Torah of Moshe, my servant. He, didn't, he, he did not add or change. He, he merely cautioned the people to guard the Torah of Moshe. Similarly, if he commands us regarding something which is uh, uh, permitted, uh, neither permitted, neither a mitzvah nor forbidden, it's just a permitted matter. Going, for example, go to this place or don't go. So it's not a matter of a mitzvah, it's simply a matter of divir v'shus. Wage war today or don't wage war. Build this wall, don't build this wall. The Ramah may be referencing to Yeshaya's 
commandments or directive regarding the walls of Yerushalayim. Mitzvah Shmaiyaloi, it's a mitzvah to listen to that Navi. It's a mitzvah from the Torah to listen to that Navi and obey him. If someone transgresses what the Navi says and does not do what he instructs, or does, does or, uh, or does what he instructs not to do, Chayev Mitzvah he's liable for the death penalty at the hands of Hashem. Shinem, as it says, but the Bezna will not execute him though. Shinem, the Pasuk says, it will be the man who will not obey the words of that prophet, who speaks in my name, I will seek uh, retribution from him. So there's a mitzvah to obey a Navi when he does not come to subtract from a mitzvah or to add. Halacha Gimel, the Chayin Navi is similarly a prophet. Shalav Adivi Atzmi transgresses his own instructions. Vakevish Nevuase, or a Navi who is given a Nevuah to hand over to other to to say over, and he chooses not to. He keeps it to himself. He suppresses it. Chayav Mis Nishamayim, he's liable for execution at the hands of Hashem. Uveshlosh Nemar regarding all three of them, a person who transgresses the instructions of a Navi, a Navi who suppresses his own Nevuah, and a Navi who goes against the own instructions that he gave over. Nemaritz, or that's given to him to do, Nemaritz says, I will demand retribution from him. This is in Sri goes into situations where we do, in fact, <coughs> uh, transgress the Torah based on an instruction of a Navi. Not transgress the Torah, the Torah tells us to do so, but it would seemingly be going against the Torah. Similarly, if a Navi tells us, and Ramam clarifies, meaning a Navi that we know is um, a candidate for Nevuah. Because of his conduct, as we explained in the previous prakim, he's separated from all physical physical uh, uh, lifestyle, and he's only involved in holiness. And he comes and he tells us, even perhaps his first nevuah, his debut prophecy, is to transgress one of the mitzvahs temporarily, or or multiple mitzvahs. Whether it's a severe transgression or a minor transgression. Only temporarily again, mitzvah shmele is a mitzvah to listen to that novi. So too, we have learned from the earlier chachamim, the earlier sages, based on the oral tradition. Regarding all matters, if a novi tells you to do something, you should transgress what the Torah says and listen to that novi. For example, the prophet Elio on the Mount, Mount Carmel, Shamaloi, listen to him. So Eliona on Har Carmel said to offer up a carbon outside the Bishamikdash, which is a transgression. And Eliona Navi did not say to, to permanently change the rule, so to speak. He only said temporarily for just for today we're gonna to bring a carbon outside the Bishamikdash, even though that's generally speaking forbidden. It's a mitzvah to listen to him. Chutz, the exception being if the Navi tells you that just for today worship idols, that we do not listen to him. Again, provided that's only temporarily. Again, for example, on Mount Carmel, where he was, he offered up a sacrifice outside of Islamic Dush. Despite the fact that Yushalayim was the place chosen for Karbanis, if someone offers a carbon outside of Islamic Dush, he's Chayef Karis. But because he's a, he's a Navi, it's mitzvah to obey him. The Gambas in them regarding this, it says, you shall listen to him, you shall obey him. So just like you have to obey a Navi, if he tells you to build this wall or don't build this wall, go here or go there, you must listen to a Navi as well when it comes to transgressing the Torah, albeit temporarily. If they had asked Elio and asked and said to him, How can we uproot 
what the Torah says. Pen lest you offer up a carbon. Bechal makim any place outside of the Mishnah he would respond, It only refers to a person who, generally speaking, under most circumstances, offers up a carbon outside the Bissamikdash, or a Navi who says that from now on forever it's okay to offer up a carbon outside the Bissamikdash. Which is contrary to what Moshe Rabbeinu said. But I, I'm only offering up a carbon outside the Bissamikdash today by the destruction of Hashem. So it's temporarily. In order to, uh, to uh, um, disprove the prophets of Baal, as the story over there goes, I don't think that Amma means that he has to actually give explanation as to why Hashem told him to temporarily suspend the mitzvah, but uh, Amma adds that in. Similarly speaking, any Navi who says to transgress a mitzvah temporarily, it's a mitzvah to obey him. If he says, if a Navi says, from now on forever, there's a change in a mitzvah, or an addition or a subtraction to the Torah, he is executed by strangulation, because the Torah says, the Torah is for us and for our generations for all eternity. If a Navi tries to uproot something we know from oral tradition, for example, the Torah says on Sukkot to take a beautiful fruit. We know from tradition it refers to an esrik, and the Navi comes along and says, no, Hashem told me it's a different fruit. Oish Amari says, regarding any law of the Torah, Hashem commanded him, this is the halacha, the halacha is like so-and-so. Whether a certain behavior is permitted on Shabbos or not, and he says, Hashem told me that is it's forbidden or permitted. He is considered a false prophet and he gets strangled. Even he performed a wonder or a miracle or a sign. Because in doing so, he's coming to contradict the Torah and the Nevu of Meshach. Torah is not in heaven, it cannot be determined by heavenly prophecy but again if it's only temporarily we listen to him regarding all matters when does the above apply regarding all the mitzvahs that we listen to a Navi as long as it's temporary if he tells us to transgress the Torah however regarding idolatry we do not listen to him even if it's just temporarily even if he performed great wonders, let's say he made the sun set in the east. And he said, Hashem commanded him, that just today we should worship idols. Just this, this hour. That's considered to have spoken falsely regarding Hashem. Regarding this, the Pasuk commands us, if that sign does come true, you shall not obey or listen to that prophet. He has spoken falsely against Hashem your God. Because in telling us to, to worship idols, even momentarily, he is contradicting the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu. Therefore, it's with certainty we can be uh, uh, sure that he's a false prophet. Also, whatever he did, he did through magic or sorcery, the Yachonic, and therefore he is executed by strangulation.